Welcome, everybody, to an all-new episode of a show me and AJ and T, I believe, created oh, probably last year. And because time was something that we could not stick to, uh, we had stopped Damn. doing it. <laughs> but um, welcome to an all-new episode of GVN in 10. This is uh, the show where we try to break down as much as we can under 10 minutes. We failed miserably last time we tried to do this. Multiple times. Multiple times we failed. Um, they like to blame it on me, but AJ was talking in that Star Wars one. Um, but anyway, on this episode, me and AJ are going to be breaking down Falcon and Winter Soldier, Godzilla versus Kong, um, and the mess that's going around in DC. Uh, not DC like the place you can visit. We mean DC like DC Universe. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't need anyone thinking we're going political on this episode, but all right, AJ, let's get right into it. Let's start off with your thoughts on Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I thought it was incredible. Um, the thing is with these Marvel shows right now, I love that they're each episode is getting better and better. Um, that counts for with WandaVision as well. I, I love that that the lore keeps expanding on each episode. Um, I really love the the trio um, of Baron Zemo, um, Sam and Bucky, I really love them working together. Um, as we all know that, um, we all know that Zemo has other plans. Yep. Um, so it's just us trying to figure out what's going on with that. But right now, I think, <laughs> I think his, like his just awkwardness just fits with Sam and Bucky's um energy it's like um Bucky is the awkward one then Sam is the energetic one and then you have the and you have Baron Zemo who is just he's just plain old weird and I, <laughs> and I and I love it so much so their their chemistry is um good together and we get Sharon Carter which I thought was really really surprised um, a great surprise for me Yep. Um, there's another surprise that I'm really, really excited for that happened at the end. Now, are we doing spoilers or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Spoiler alert, everybody. Spoiler alert. Sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah. Black Panthers. The just everything just keeps expanding with this um, series. Um, we're getting a dormilage in this, which is so cool to see at the end. And that score at the end just it gave me chills. I really love. I really love how they integrated that within the um five, the last five minutes of the show. I thought that was really cool. Um, but yeah, overall, I thought that Falcon and Winter Soldier just keeps getting better and better. And that's all I need to, that's all I need to see for right now. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't really for some reason seeing the little Wakanda uh, things. It didn't it didn't jump to me when it I didn't register. <laughs> it, didn't, it didn't jump to me until I saw it and I was just like, oh yeah, that's right. I do remember now he had the necklace. The necklace, yeah. Yeah. So um by the way, for a country that has no interest in what's happening in the United States, um they are really quick on news. Zemo had only been out like maybe like what, twenty-four to forty-eight hours. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Zemo <laughs> is pretty important in the MCU world. So. No, but I'm saying, think about this. Think about if you're if you're the government, right? Or not the government. If you're that prison, 
you don't want it widely known that your biggest prisoner just escaped, right? Yeah. It's like, I'm sure only the U.S. government knows that. How the hell did he get all the way to Wakanda? Uh, I'm not, this is not me questioning it. Like, no. An answer. This is just like, they are really good at their job. I mean, the, the answer to the question is, Wakanda is the most technical technological place in the world so i think obviously they will understand where um zima left the facility or whatever so i think I'll just, it, it makes sense to me that they figured it out so quickly oh no 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 no! it makes sense i'm just that's just me joking of like they yeah. pick up really quickly <laughs> um but when it comes to keeping tracks on white people no one's better than what <laughs> <laughs> but yes, that was great. I've been a huge fan of Carly Morgenthau uh, since I've, I found out that she was obviously going to be a gender and race bend of the uh, Carl Morgenthau that we know from the comic books. I uh, love what they're doing with her. I hope she does not die. I hope we get to see maybe a little bit more of her or maybe her joining the Thunderbolts. Maybe, maybe. Um, but no, I really, really, really do like this this episode, mainly because I said last week, I don't like the chemistry between Bucky and, and Sam. I just don't. I think it's oh. a little dry. Um, I, I said last week, I need a buffer. Like, they work for me, mm-hmm. but there's someone between them, you know, that kind of, that, that they're working off of. It's why Steve was so important. Because yeah. you didn't get a lot of them because they were just working off Steve. So having them work off Zemo to me was beautiful. And then working with Sharon. Um, so to me, it's like, that's how I'm going to exist through the rest of this series. I need them to play off of somebody else. Um, but the biggest thing that stood out was we got a reference. And I made sure I wrote this down so I didn't forget. We got a reference of a certain individual that confirms what I've been saying since the very first episode. So Wolverine. Not a mention of no, no, no. Oh. No mention of Wolverine. I, I still, I want to speak to the showrunner and like, okay, I'm not going backwards, but I <laughs> introduced Madripoor. I need a better reasoning than what they gave me. Like you could have just made up a city. Why Madripoor? So, I mean, I think that's what Kevin Feige wanted. Um, ASAP as soon as they got like the rights to all the X Men stuff. So I, I Madripoor. Yeah. I to me, Matt. All right. To me, Madripoor, for anyone watching, if you read the comics, Madripoor is just synonymous with Wolverine. Other mutants come and go through there, but it's like a hub for Wolverine, right? It's most known for Wolverine. So to me, it's like when they introduced Madripoor, I was just like, obviously we knew we weren't going to see Wolverine, duh. I was just hoping for like a mention of like, yeah, we're cleaning up from the mess of the guy with, with claws that ran through here not too long ago, like something like that. So I'm just curious why Madripoor? if it wasn't to mention mutants or anything Wolverine-like. See, I don't think they want to mention it now, but I think in the future they will um, They will mention Wolverine. Like, I, I will actually guess they will mention Wolverine within season two of Falcon and Winter Soldier. Or oh, so think there'll be a season two? Yeah, I, I think this has already been confirmed with um, Kevin Feige. No, only said. Loki has. Only Loki has been confirmed. Are you sure? I, I'll look it up, but I'm, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, let that... me know if I'm wrong, for sure. Okay. Um, but yeah, so I'm just curious why they use Madripoor. But the person whose name got dropped that is an Easter egg is Dr. Reinstein. Dr. Reinstein was behind creating Abomination in the Incredible Hulk movie. I've been saying for forever, I believe that they will change who the power broker is from the comics 
And I believe that the true power broker of this show is none other than General Ross. And Ross is behind it trying to create his, and I even, I'll say this to you, AJ, because me and you haven't spoke about this. I think Ross's first successful super soldier uh, project after his failure with Abomination was none other than Taskmaster. And that's why he's in. That makes sense, yeah. I think Taskmaster was his first success. He has, he, you know, he procured the, the serum to create more if he needed to, right? Mm-hmm. And then that's obviously where Zemo will come into effect. I think something, I think the serum is going to save Zemo's life. I think Zemo's going to get in like a, a burn or something like that. The mass will melt to his face and the serum is what will keep him alive to give him some kind of super strength to, to join on this team of the Thunderbolts that I assume he will lead. Um, so it'll be- you, you think you think Zemo is going to lead or you think Ross is going to lead? See, I don't, as much as I desperately wanted AJ, I don't think we're going to get a Red Hulk. I just, I don't. I really don't. Um, so if we get a Red Hulk, yes, Ross will lead it. But if we don't, I think Ross will be the Amanda Waller of this. Because uh, technically Thunderbolts is just a tamer suicide squad for Marvel. Um, so I think Zemo will be like the Rick flag and Ross will be like Amanda Waller. So technically Zemo being the, the leader of it. Um, but yeah, so that's, that's my hope. So I thought that was a really cool nod. Um, I can't wait to see where else they go. Cause this quite like WandaVision seems to be tea leaves. Like it's building to, to stuff that isn't even here yet. Um, so I can't wait to see how that all, how that all pans out, but I did enjoy this episode in seeing Zemo in the mask. I so good. So good. <laughs> more. I'm like, just keep it on. Um, but I'm just glad that they actually do. And that's his look. Like anyone mm-hmm. that doesn't believe me, that look there is a newer look of Zemo, but the older look of Zemo is in that trench coat with the mask on. And I'm yeah. like, I loved it. I loved it. So I can't wait to see more of Zemo. He in one episode is my standout of the entire season. There's nothing so damn good. or no one else that will that will show up seeing how beautiful that was of him putting on. Well, obviously we didn't see him put on the mask, but just taking it out and then seeing him with it on, loved it. Um, so I can't wait for next week to see where else they go with it. But- the one thing, the one thing I would say that I love about this episode is that Zemo is becoming more like a Loki character. Yeah. I really, I really, really love that. I hope that they do that with more of their villains instead of like killing them off in one movie or one series. Yeah. So I, I think that that was a good idea from them to do with Zemo. I'm happy they didn't kill him off in Civil War. I agree. To me, he's too important. Way, way, way too important, especially Thunderbolts. You need him for it. Um, all right, let's move on to DC. Uh, as far as what they got going on, we just saw that they've canceled uh, New Gods and the um, the what was it the trench the trench the, the trench yeah the Aquaman spinoff. Um, also, they keep preaching multiverse, telling us that multiverse is they'll be blending the TV shows on HBO Max with the movies. They'll be bridging gaps. AJ, what is your thoughts on the mental on the mental state? Of the people running the DC universe right now, I just think it's all over the place. Um, 
this is partially due to their previous leadership. Obviously, it's still it's still like the running thing. Um, Walter Amada is trying to get everything under control. Um, obviously, it's not going to take a over. It's not going to be overnight where he's just going to make everything more fluent, like the MCU is. But yeah, right now it's just it's just all over the place. So that's all I have to say with that. Um, just to be, I, I'll be the optimistic one and say that I'm still happy that we're getting a lot of stuff that's been, I guess, confirmed. I, I'm gonna put that in quotations because it's been it's been said that Static Shock is the end of their film, which is I I I love Static Shock um, comics. So that if it happens, I'm not gonna say that it happens, but if it happens, that that'll make my whole year right there. Um, yeah, yeah. I um, mean, look. no. Go ahead. Go ahead and finish. Yeah, Supergirl having a Hispanic Supergirl is way out of the norm, and I think that was a good idea to do as well, just for more representation and just having. I think it's more. It makes more sense to have Supergirl as a um, a person of color, um, especially since they're Kryptonian, they're aliens. Either way, so <laughs> it, it it makes sense. Um, for me, at least, I'm, I'm not sure about other people, but <laughs> but yeah, uh, I, I'm loving the decisions that Walter Mata is making. With I, I'm actually happy that the Peacemaker show is being serious, especially after watching that trailer. I thought that um, John Cena did a great job, just just what I saw from the trailer, of course. But having a Batman spinoff series, the Batman movie, of course which is my most anticipated movie of just the decade. I'm just going to say the decade because there's oh, nothing, there, there's nothing more exciting. <laughs> of my lifetime. Yes, right there. But it, the, in, the inner works right now of DC is just all over the place. But what they're bringing out to us, I feel like is really exciting for DC fans to be excited about. So that that's my thoughts at least. I don't like where I okay let me just say this and I'm gonna make this very quick I, I feel like I've spoken enough about how much I hate what's going on my mindset is just this you want to introduce new things great not a problem I've been the main one saying you should probably introduce more than just 90 different Batman and Superman like introduce other characters my problem is they're not consistent to, they're not consistent and you have to build a continuity I got to mm -hmm. know that when you introduce Static Shock, it matters because I'll see that Static Shock interacting with, with other mm -hmm. characters. So if it doesn't connect, I'm looking at this movie, and I'm just going, no, it was great, but who cares ultimately, you know? Like, mm -hmm. like you're going to ultimately tell me when you want to expand, you're going to make another Static Shock five, 10 years down the road. I need to know that it's all cohesive. Again, I don't need Batman to show up at the end of Static Shock. That's not what continuity means. I just need to know that it's within the same universe. Um, so to me, canceling New Gods, I hate it. Canceling the Trench, I'm glad, didn't need it. Um, but, you know, Hispanic Supergirl, I love it. Again, like you said, Kryptonians are aliens. They just happen to be drawn with white skin. Mm -hmm. But that's, they're, they're aliens, essentially. You know, it'd be like if someone was like, Wait, it's not fair that Martian Manhunter comes down and turns to a black dude. He's an <laughs> he can legit turn to whatever. Yeah, he yeah. 
um, like Martian Manhunter is not black. So like if they came out tomorrow and were like, we wanted to make him Japanese, I wouldn't go, well, that's not fair. Okay. Like <laughs> he's a green Martian. Yeah, hey, there's a black Superman, there's an Asian Superman. Why in the comics? Why can't we have it in why everybody have- everybody preaches a bit about um comic accuracy. Right. But there's a lot of interpretations of the comics. So exactly. And to me, as long as it doesn't drastically change the character, who cares? Like if I made Batman black tomorrow, there's nothing about him that says he has to be white. But if I made Black Panther white tomorrow, it changes everything. It is, yeah, it changes a lot. It's you know, so it's like that's you, you had to um, change the place he was born, and you have to change. You have to. Everything. It's everything. a lot. Yeah. Um. So that's the difference. But to me, I just want them to get on one accord. And doing a whole bunch of stuff to see what sticks is not the way to do it. Um. But all right, let's move on. I want to talk really quickly, AJ. Your thoughts on the Suicide Squad trailer? I loved it. Um, both of them actually. Though there was a second trailer he um released on April first. I'm yeah. pretty sure. Yesterday. Um, I, I thought they were both cool. I felt like um they both had different feels to it, which I appreciated a lot. Just to get different a different perspective on the movie of what James Gunn is trying to pull off, and I'm loving it. Um, it fits his style. Um, I'm not gonna say it's exactly like Guardians of the Galaxy, but it's it's not really exactly like the Guardians of the Galaxy. But being an unknown, um, at least least known um, team within, I wouldn't say comic book fans, but the overall general the general audience, it's it's least known. Um, I'm I'll admit that I'm not that intuitive with Suicide Squad because I, I'm not really a big fan of the comics with Suicide Squad, so I haven't read much. Mm-hmm. But everything that he's... Just his resume as a filmmaker just proves that he can do anything. I, I actually tweeted this out before. I think it was like a couple months ago. But I said that James Gunn is the best person to make a team-up superhero movie. And if you don't have to... You don't have to do like solo films and solo films to um, bring them all together. You can just have one central movie that introduces all those characters and make it cohesive. Right. And I think he's, I'll say he is the best at it. And just having, just having him as the lead for the lead director and just everything. I, all I have to say is I'm excited for, for Suicide Squad. Yeah, I'd say it's a toss-up between him and the Russos for team-up movies. Uh, yeah. Those between those two guys are, are like the top two. Um, yeah, but but to be fair, Russo had a whole bunch of movies before they got like Infinity War and. and no, if, if you think about it, Winter Soldier was a team-up movie. He was with Black Widow and Falcon for almost yeah. all of that movie, so yeah, I guess that a team-up movie. Uh, but I get your point. I, I I wouldn't argue him being number one. I'm just saying I definitely put yeah. the brothers up there. Um, the trailer didn't really do anything for me. Um, to me, this movie will will be great if they do the unexpected and Idris Elba's character is the one who dies. Um, because it's the one that you wouldn't expect. You least expect it. Right. Yeah. Um, because of the stature of actor. But that's why I want it to happen. Because you can't say... Don't get too attached, and then you kill like the rat catcher. Who give? Who cares about the rat catcher? Like, kill her. I don't <laughs> care. 
you got to kill someone that we're not expecting, and we know it won't be Harley Quinn. Well, watch you, watch you get attached to Ratcatcher when you watch the movie. You'd be like, "Holy shit! I didn't want him to die." <laughs> you. If that happens, then if that happens, then bravo to James Gunn. Um, but yeah, so this didn't really do anything for me. Uh, that's not meant to be negative. It's just meant to be. It really popped for others, and I know a few people that asked folks who was just kind of like, "Okay, no problem." You know, I'm I'm ready for August. Um, so that's kind of where I'm at with it. Not like, oh my God, I need it now. It's just, you know, I'm willing to wait till all kids. Like, it's not, it's not it's top, right. it's not top three or top five, but not at all. Not yeah. even of this year. Um, <laughs> like Eternals is number is uh, up there for yeah. me. Yeah. Spider-Man is up there for me. Uh, Venom and Carnage is up there for me. Black Widow is up there for me. So to me, and again, not a knock whatsoever. I, I'm it's just a lot of, a lot of great movies. Right. It before, just did yeah. like, I don't even want to use Batman because that's biased, but um, <laughs> the Black Widow trailer, seeing Taskmaster, like seeing that was just like, oh my God, I need this. Oh, good, yeah. This just didn't do that for me. But all right, let's move on. Um, Kong and Godzilla. I'm going to start really quickly, AJ. Y'all did my man Kong wrong. I don't appreciate it. Um, the director <laughs> said they would have a fair shake. Lights all out. You did, all you did was <laughs> dog walk that whole guy. AJ, him playing dead was the Lights most out. offensive thing I've ever seen from a monster movie. Are you serious? Kong had to play dead? I'm, I'm, look, whoever directed it, Adam Wing, Wingard or, or something like that, I think is his name. He was obviously a Godzilla fan. Obviously, right? I'm watching it. I'm just like, Godzilla don't even really use his hands and he is dog walking Kong. And I'm just like, oh, and then I'm like, all right, I'm like, you know what? He's in water. That's Godzilla's territory. I get it. Point one to Godzilla. Mm -hmm. They get on land and he dog walks him again. And I'm like, oh my God, I don't get this. I don't get it. Anyway, AJ, your thoughts on, oh, wait, wait. Last thing I want to say, that little girl is going to be a star. Oh my God. I loved her so much. She was so she good. Blew me away. People don't understand this about acting. The biggest thing about acting that's important is being able to emote. Mm -hmm. Me being able to feel it without you saying it. And albeit we know she can't talk because she's she's deaf, um, it just still stuck to me that just the tears of when she's signing to to King uh, to to, oh, yeah, yeah. to get up and like be careful, like like go do it, but be careful doing it. That one tear that she had, oh, I'm gonna cry thinking about it. I loved it. She's a standout. She was a standout of this whole movie. And mm -hmm. y'all are wrong for dog walking Kong. AJ, your thoughts? Yeah, I just have one question. How in the hell do you make Godzilla versus Kong? I, no, that's not how I'm going to ask it. <laughs> how, how, how do you, yeah, how do you make Godzilla, the, just the lore of Godzilla and Kong? their rivalry and all that how do you make it better than batman versus superman i, 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 don't, say, I don't understand that i would actually say zilla drag kong the same way they had batman drag superman yeah i'm not talking about the actual fight i'm talking oh, about oh, oh, i'm talking about the, the lore of their rivalry like i get, it. I get it. it it makes zero sense to me but other than that uh yeah i i love all the fights i love the visual effects um Godzilla just <laughs> put Kong to sleep multiple times, twice. Um, 
which was, I guess, unfair because the director obviously had a favorite in this fight. But actually, I enjoyed this movie a lot. I gave it a B. Um, I think it was better than Kong Skull Island. I thought it was better than... Um, the, I think it was around the same for me with um, Godzilla, King of Monsters. And I think it was better than the first Godzilla movie. The first Godzilla movie was just terrible. Um, it was a visual nightmare. It was just all dark. It, like, yeah, it was, it, was, it was nasty. Yeah, I, um, I don't know. I think they did a good job portraying Godzilla is just I would have liked to have seen him for more than four seconds in that movie yeah uh, it just seemed all over the place but I'll, I'm with you I'll give it a B I don't put anything over Kong Skull Island because that movie actually gave a good representation of Kong of Kong yeah yeah um I have to stick with and I'm not saying that this movie did a bad job uh displaying Kong I I really did think AJ from how they catered the trailers which was very misleading um I did think they would uh kong would win and would ascend to becoming king kong mm -hmm. um and i was very disappointed to see that that was not see, i thought i thought it was the opposite i thought he was gonna lose the first round and then he'll ascend to become stronger of course he'll become king kong um especially when we got to to his home world right i definitely i definitely thought he was going to evolve there but really he didn't he just got an axe Nothing. yeah he was just um, like, <laughs> um he, he got the axe and then still got his ass beat. <laughs> um, but no, I, I, I personally loved it. And to me, uh, I don't know where they go from here. I think this is kind of like your crescendo. This is your end game. Um, I don't know really how you bounce back from that. So I'm, I'm curious to see where they want to go next. Because to me, this is, a, this is a period, not a comma. This is your ending. Yes, done, yeah. um, which to me is stupid i would have preferred kong to have a sequel and then this and then you end it um because to me the fact that you had two godzilla movies and then had him reign supreme it seems like a universe you built to make godzilla, godzilla yeah yeah and it was just like you didn't need kong then but anyway we both enjoyed it we gave we both sat around a b around mm -hmm. a b is what we gave it c um, plus to b yeah I'm, I, I, I could go with a C plus mainly because of my my distaste for how they treated Kong, but I, I didn't think the movie was bad at all. Minimal yeah. human uh, human interaction. Yeah, I didn't find it as annoying as the other movies. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what else do we want to talk about before we get out of here, AJ? What else we got? I don't know. I think that's it. Oh, um, wait. Do we? Oh, it was another trailer that came out. Can't remember. What was the other trailer? I'm trying to think. There was another trailer. Spiral was the only other trailer I know. No, it wasn't Spiral. Um, it wasn't. We just talked about Suicide Squad. There was another comic book trailer that came out. I think. Mm, I'm completely lost. I don't know. I can't remember. But damn, now I gotta look it up. But yeah, I don't think there's anything else. To talk I don't about. think so either. AJ, I want to thank you for doing this GVN in under 10 with me. We definitely went over 10 minutes. <laughs> um, but everyone, please make sure you stay tuned tomorrow night for an all-new episode of Marvel Cinematic Review with all the geekdom around the world coming together to break down all the Marvel shows. And this week, obviously, episode four? No, episode three of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Uh, so make sure you guys stay tuned. AJ hopefully pops up tomorrow. 
I will. Um, okay, good, 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 good. Because I need more people to understand why this is the shizniz. Um, but all right, guys, thank you so much for tuning into all new episode GV and under 10. Me and AJ might do some more of these. Uh, stay tuned. We're going to be talking Star Wars tomorrow. Yes. Nothing me and AJ love more than some Star Wars. So stay tuned for that. Oh, that's what it was. It was the Bad Batch trailer. That's what it was. The what? The Bad Batch trailer. We'll do it tomorrow. We'll yeah, that, tomorrow. that's what I was thinking about. But okay. yeah. Yeah, we'll do it tomorrow part of Star Wars. But all right, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. And we'll see you same time, same place next time. Peace.